Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ukula on the Ground podcast. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice, Nakamura. Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend. Fergan, say what's up, Kahai. What's up? Welcome to the Ukula on the Ground pod, the toop, as I was just calling it, right, Kahai? Yeah. Can we can we just shorten it to the toop? The toop. <laughs> T-U-U-P. Toop. <Yeah. laughs> you know, a lot... It, we we do this podcast and because we do this podcast like in a room and it's just the three of us i have no idea like how many people or who like listens or watches the pot this podcast and I bring this up because last night at the show there was uh you know there was a couple from san diego who came to the show and they're like man i learned the ukulele last year and like and i've been learning a lot of songs from the site and you know i watch the podcast every week i was like oh what like oh and i don't know know if people actually watch this (laughs) exactly i just i just have fun in this room you guys ask me questions i don't i don't see anything i don't see the chat even i don't see nothing like it's just me in this room at least like aaron and kahai have a better idea of like how many people are, are listening thing in live and how many people like watch the show or download it or whatever i have no idea after i do this it's like okay what are we gonna do next are we gonna film something are we gonna you know do the do a jam or whatever so it's always nice um when when i run into people they're like man listen to the podcast and stuff I'm like that's cool i'm glad someone does you know we, <laughs> we might have tens of listeners this tiny little podcast so i better stop giving wrong information maybe yeah <laughs> <laughs> I should maybe you know like start taking this a little seriously and maybe good give good advice. No, 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 you know? <laughs> no. We we were all serious. Oh yeah, of course. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're all serious. Yeah. Maybe I should do some research. Maybe like when when I say things, <laughs> we need to fact check things. Yeah, I I just always assume that you guys are gonna fact check me. You know, like I don't. I'm not one of those guys that like that. You know, that hate being like being checked or being like told that they're wrong. Like, please tell me. Like if if I get something wrong, and I believe you guys do. You know, like every now and then, and because you guys are the ones with the computer in front of you, so you guys can look up stuff. And I'm like, ah. Oh, uh, I think you know this happened and then Aaron's like oh actually it's this and it's happened many times you know so it's kind of cool but maybe I should I should do more research guy or I should study <laughs> up before I do this podcast you know but I think it works in a way where I just shoot from the hip you know like all the advice that I'm giving is based off of um uh my experiences based off of the knowledge that I've gained throughout playing that's kind of how I've, you know, how I've been given advice and stuff. Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. But you guys are always there to uh, make sure that that we're steering the I, audience in the right direction, right? I think people like to when we get something wrong and we yeah. come back the next week and we be like, oh, we actually to correct ourselves yes. or yeah. Mike. I've given apologies no. before in this, in this podcast. <laughs> like I totally got that wrong. I'm sorry, but you know, like this little disclaimer. Really, it's just uh, I'm shooting from the hip. It's just stuff that I've. Uh, you know, that, that I've experienced or um, that, that I've learned throughout my ukulele journey. Um, and also, like yesterday, I was talking to my wife and um, I, I, I was telling, because she's like, oh, how long have you been playing professionally? Like, I know you've been playing since like whatever grade and, and, and in church and stuff. She knows that story. But how long has it been since you played professionally? I've been playing professionally with Makalea. I would want to count that as my first professional mm-hmm. band because we played at like bars, got paid to do it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was in 2000. So mm-hmm. I've actually been playing professionally for over two decades. <laughs> it's kind of insane. For 21 years. <laughs> and I still, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like a lot of people, like, uh, I don't want to give out any names or call people out and stuff. But, you know, like, I'm, I'm sure it's like for, for hype for hyping, for advertisement and stuff. People are like, you know, um, like master this and master that. Or like using, like throwing that word master around. Like, like it's just, you know, it's, it's just like, oh, yeah, you just master this in like two minutes or whatever. Um, uh, I have never, I don't think, ever like ref- referred to myself as an ukulele master or whatever it may be. I've always like, I know things. I'm a, I'm a professional, but I've never called myself a master. I've never, uh, other than maybe master your fretboard <laughs> like that. You can do that, you know, but like mastering the ukulele takes decades and, and just... I, I don't think I'm there yet. So like, I, I don't want to lay claims that you can master, like, or I can help you master the instrument because lord knows i'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying to help myself master the instrument yeah that, that's kind of uh it kind of ties back into last yeah. week right when we were saying like how some people are like 
I've been playing for 10 years. And we oh, tell them, yeah, yeah. I'll go back to learning how to hold your ukulele. <laughs> and they, they're like, what? What do you mean I got to hold yeah. my ukulele? But it's the same thing for us too, right? Like, mm. I think we, like, all of us have over 20 years of experience playing the ukulele. Yeah. And there will still be times where we do something and it's like, oh, that's not actually right. <laughs> so there's always something new to so learn. It's kind of it's kind of insane, you know. Like I'm I'm nearing like 30 years of playing the instrument, but like definitely 21 years playing professionally, and it's whew, like I don't know if you know. And I've been playing for a long time, but say like um, say if there were people in the audience, like uh, if if Byron Yusui was in the audience or like uh, Brian Tolentino even like you know any of the Brian's or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or Volta or Jake I'd be like oh man please don't like please don't just just be nice and please don't call me out for the mistakes that I'm making you know and, and it's just it's a little embarrassing I'm so shamed like to play in front of like actual masters you know what I mean like and and even though like we call them masters I don't know if they'd be like hey I'm an ukulele master nice to meet you I'm an ukulele master by trade or whatever like I don't think they would even say that but i hear that i hear that word tossed around quite a bit kai or so. the no isn't mm-hmm. the the new word professional i'm, I'm a mean, professional well professional or, does i mean if if for me it's like if you get paid doing it like, i guess or, that's like you're a professional i guess you know the, like the other one the simplest yeah, definition the, the other one too is if you can't tell i'm doing air quotes the other one is <laughs> expert right expert yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah the it's internet cool. exists now so yeah every, right? everyone is an ex- everyone's expert everyone's an, an everyone's something. an expert <laughs> yeah so, you know, know it just it just rubs me the wrong way sometimes and people throw the like you know like master this and like <laughs> like ooh master yeah. the you know the chunk or, or the roll and so i guess it could if it's just like one technique it's like oh, mm-hmm. i mastered it or whatever but like the ukulele like well, I know all about that yeah. <laughs> it's always the we talk about it the it's that mm-hmm. white belt getting yes. dirty mentality yes. so yes. yeah we yeah. never I, I don't think or mm-hmm. all of us have that and it's not something that mm-hmm. you i don't know you just all of a sudden you just grab that black belt off the, the yeah, shelf master and, now oh, i'm wearing <laughs> this now ah yeah. uh. Cause I don't, I don't even know if ma- I've mastered songs. Even like I've, I know songs well, but I don't know if I've mastered them. Like I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that. Like what constitutes like it, being a master at something? Like how how do you become a master? People say ten thousand hours, Kai. <laughs> but then, like we said last week, we're like you've been playing for ten years, and maybe you should learn how to yeah. hold your instrument. You know, ten, ten thousand hours. <laughs> I'm playing it wrong. It. Yeah. yeah, but you know. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I just, just thought I'd, I'd I'd bring that up. So, yeah, Kahai, it's the Ukula on the Ground podcast. That means we get questions from uh, from however we get it through email, through voicemail, through text, through UU Plus forum, through videos. Um, however we get it, we try to answer as best as we can, best as I can. These two guys are gonna fact check and, and give the real answer, and then uh, we create a nice little conversation about it, right, guys? Mm-hmm. So let's get started. Kahai, what's the first question? Uh, can we get started with the student review from mm, Renee? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a student review slash yeah. question. So yes. she said, uh, I love my friends. I started going to an open mic every week mm-hmm. and I just practiced the same eight songs over and over and over. Good. Uh, I'm trying to keep it interesting by changing the songs up each uh, bit each time. Mm-hmm. I saw this little Wawa pedal on TikTok mm-hmm. and had to have it. Yeah. I have played all my songs and I like it on two of them. What mm-hmm. are your thoughts? Wall pedals are fun. Like that, that's, I'm just going to say that right off the bat. Like just pedals in general. I think pedals are fun. If you're using them correctly for like the right, you know, setting, right kind of songs and stuff, they're lots and lots of fun. Okay. Um, but let, let's, you know, let's go for the first part of your, of your question slash story. Like I, I'm glad this is Renee, right? Yep. Okay. So I'm glad you're still keeping at it with the open mic i'm glad you have a set list you know that that you're playing around with and you're moving some songs around that's awesome i'm glad you're doing that because the more you do it the better you'll get i just talked about you know playing professionally for 20 years and definitely my first 10 years super rough (laughs) even even if i've been playing uh when i was playing professionally for like eight years nine nine, ten years it was still pretty rough like even now like it's kind of last night starting to get the hang of it now Yeah, last night was pretty rough, (laughs) you know, so it's a it's a learning process and it's definitely something, you know, that that you need to keep at if you want to if you want to get better at it and you can definitely get rusty also, 
you know like if you stop doing it for a while it's gonna get rusty but I like riding a bike um, you know I'm glad you're doing that and I'm glad you're trying to figure out what works for you and what works for the audience what works for the setting and then kind of feeling out what's appropriate and that's good it's good um, but as far as the pedal goes like I said pedals are fun wah pedal is super fun I, I like to use wah pedals uh, a lot also when I was using them back then um, I played a lot of reggae you know music but the, the video that she uh, that she sent us with her student review wasn't quite a reggae song and she was she was playing it and it was appropriate I thought it matched really well mm -hmm. with the song that she's playing um, when you're experimenting with pedals um, you want to know where the threshold of each pedal is and with your ukulele you want to know what uh, how do I explain this um, what's gonna cause or what's gonna make the most pedal sound you know like uh, you, and you've probably noticed with your uh, with your wah pedal there's some strums maybe some chords some ways of hitting the instruments or hitting the strings that is gonna cause you to to wah a lot more than uh, than, than than others right so you've noticed that like some of the uh, some of the chords don't seem to wah as much as you know as, as others so be wary of that okay because uh, I, I like what you did and stuff but then there's you know there's those parts that, that just kind of um, quack out the wall a lot more um, you might want to keep it a little bit more consistent um, but it is I mean it, it's it's kind of subjective because you might want to only wah some you know some of the some of the phrases but mastering mastering your wah pedal uh no getting uh, getting familiar with your wah pedal requires you to kind of know how your instrument um, interacts with it okay because it is going to differ between instrument to instrument be between like uh ukulele to ukulele you know maybe the same ukulele plugged into that same pedal is going to react differently it might have different thresholds as far as uh uh what's loud and what's you know what's not loud so some of the louder stuff might um uh, might register to the pedal a little bit more than than some of the other chords so be wary and just kind of experiment. The more you experiment, the more uh, you know you're gonna you know, familiar with it, and the better you're gonna sound. Um, I like to use waz for uh, for for reggae. I like reggae. If you guys haven't noticed by now, on the on a lot of my YouTube songs, it's just like Aldrin turns this song reggae again or whatever. You know, like the Sugar <laughs> Ray is, song. <laughs> this is not a reggae song, but he's just playing. He's just playing. I'm just playing it reggae. Like yeah. trying to take my own songs and turning it reggae. Like I did Buttercup reggae. I did that Sugar Ray answer the phone song reggae. That Sugar Ray guy, Mr. Ray, liked it. Yeah, he, uh, he messed. He he wrote a comedy. He's like, great job, guys. <laughs> Mr. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ray. Mark McGray. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, Ray, yeah. Ray of the sugars, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. First name Sugar. Yeah, yeah. Like Hootie. Exactly. No, call me, call me Sugar. Ray was my father. <laughs> Mr. Ray. Yeah. But yeah, um, you know, you wanna um you want to play appropriate songs so it, and and it sounds like you, you already got that part down because you're you're saying that like a couple songs you know you're adding yeah that wah too so that's good that's good i'm just saying this just as a general blanket to those people who uh who get a pedal like say I, you get a distortion pedal and you're like i'm gonna play distortion pedal to everything you know it doesn't mm -hmm. match with everything but i think i think that's how you find mm -hmm. out right yes like what I get, yeah, is yes. appropriate so yeah yeah it's not bad if you you know you listen to a song and you're like mm -hmm. oh i want to try wah with it but that don't don't go out into like maybe an open mic with like I've never played this song with the wah, but let's let's give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did she did she say what pedal it was? What pedal exactly? Uh, yeah, she's in the chat, so I'm guessing. Yeah, and tell us what 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 pedal it is. Yeah, we were thinking too. It's look like an auto. It's auto wah. Yeah, right? definitely an auto wah. So yeah, uh, the, you want to explain the difference between a wah and an auto wah? An auto wah will just wah when uh, it. <clears throat> it hits a certain, you know, um, I guess decibel of loudness, like or like, I'm not, I'm not like a tech guy and stuff, but uh, there's a threshold, and if you go past that threshold, the the sound will wah, you know, make that wah sound. Uh, if you don't cross that threshold, it'll just sound uh, very like very low mid sounding, and then um, then once you cross that threshold, that's when those highs come in, creating that wah. Um, so an auto wah, that's that's what it that's what it does. It's 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 only gonna wah when you uh, when you cross that threshold. A manual or a regular wah, you have that kind of pedal where you just you just press down, and um, so no matter what register you hit, as long as you you know when you 
place your foot down, it's gonna give you those 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 highs that those wah highs, right? <clears throat> if you uh if you let go, then you're gonna get the lows and mids that wah wah. What? That's how wow works. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is where yeah. the guys have to uh, <laughs> to fact check me. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> I I like using manual wow just so that I have a little bit more control. But if you're just having fun experimenting with uh, with pedals and you know and you're you're kind of new at it, auto wah is fine. I, I think it's you know I think it's okay. But if, once you get more into it and you're like I kind of want it to wah on this part mm -hmm. or I kind of want to get a little bit more control on when or how slow or fast the wah is gonna be um, try it out I, I use a I use a crybaby wah a lot and that's oh, it's good stuff now I have that I have a crybaby with the with, with like a little, little knob to mm -hmm. like to to let you know where like that threshold of wah is oh, gonna wow. be it was uh, recommended to me by Jason Arimoto because yeah, I because yeah. Jason I had the regular crybaby wah before and he's like have you like opened it up and like and messed with the settings inside I'm like what you can, you can do that yeah you can do that you know and, uh, and he's like yeah you can just set it to because I guess guitar and ukulele of course like super different especially electric guitar is gonna have a different threshold so he's like okay you can just move this thing and he showed it to me he, like opened up his and he showed me where his setting was I was oh, like wow. that's that's awesome. I didn't know you could I didn't know you could do that. Learn yeah. a thing. See, not a master, you know? I'm still <laughs> learning things from people. <laughs> I think yeah. I think there's walls too mm -hmm. that are are uh made on like a timer, right? Like you yeah, can I tap time most, to it. Most auto walls mm -hmm. either have a knob or something like that where you can mm -hmm. tap so that it syncs with the oh, yeah, speed rhythm. that mm -hmm. you're you're yeah, you're playing your rhythm. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what yeah what wah pedal she has but mm -hmm. usually you can play around with some of the settings, settings. <laughs> and so like if you're say you're strumming at a certain you usually strum at a certain mm -hmm. rate mm -hmm. for a certain song mm -hmm. then you can set you remember that setting yeah and then it'll kind of wah more regularly in time <laughs> with, your, mm -hmm. with your yeah. beat yeah the crybaby also has like a like a bypass switch right too where you yeah. can like cut off or it just bypasses the pedal altogether and then it's just your queen sound yeah yeah so or you could just put it all the way to one side right Usually. yeah which is I, what i like to do and i think i've, ta I've talked about that where i took a crybaby wah because i i don't get those like lows and mid sounds in my ukulele oh so i use that and i just like i i step on it halfway so uh -huh. I still get some highs, but it's mostly lows and mids, and then pair that up with the distortion pedal, and that's uh, how I get that like Santana sound. Like uh, so, when I did yeah. um, uh, what was that song smooth. that we did to get smooth? Yeah, that's how I got that same sound. Uh, is like with with that. Of of course, you know, like uh, other pedals as well. I think I used a um, uh, a reverb and <laughs> yeah. I think some like, like a weird and stuff. way of yeah. EQing yourself. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you just can't. You just can't get that same, the same. deepness of yeah. of roundness tone as as you know as as you do with a with a halfway down wah pedal. Because yeah, because yeah. wahs really are like they're filters. Yeah, and it's kind of just moving the filter through the mm -hmm. actual mm -hmm. frequencies, right? Yeah. So that's why it sounds like it's like Ooh. opening up and then it's closing. So. Yeah. Is when it's closing then it's filtering out more of your mm. sound so you yeah. hear less of it yeah, yeah and it's kind of cool because like if uh if i am playing live and i'm using that kind of you know i'm using that kind of sound and i can uh, i can even play around with it and do like Jimi hendrix style which play around with the with the wah because hendrix yeah. used the wah with a with a distortion that's i mean i'm a i'm a hendrix stan man <laughs> like I, <laughs> <laughs> so as if you guys haven't noticed yet and that's that's kind of how you know <clears throat> how how I uh, contoured my my distortion sound of my ukulele. I think that's like the benefits of having like a, somebody said mm -hmm. it's a auto wall versus a stick wall, <laughs> right? like a stick shift wall. Stick shift. Stick shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the benefit of having a, a manual wall yeah. is that you can, or and that's why people like it, right? Is yeah. to really get it to sound like a person's voice and like mm. it, I. That's why it's called <clears throat> crybaby, right? Because it kind of you can make it sound like it's somebody like crying or yeah wailing or so yeah uh but with the ottawa like the pros of that is like you don't have to think <clears throat> about it but then you also don't have that control to like really you know if you're playing a solo or doing something you can't necessarily like you can probably do some of that but not to the extent of like yeah. doing it manually yeah so it's fun you know yeah. have fun with it renee and like i said play around 
see what kind of sounds you can come up with see like the thresholds that your you know that your instrument is doing because like kahai said it's just you know it's, it's putting filters so kind of know when those filters go in and out and that's that'll give you a little bit more control or <clears throat> you know uh once you get used to it you want to invest in like in a, in a manual walk those are super fun but yeah. for now the, the law that you had sounds sounds awesome yeah. i wanted to uh, well for the for the hotel california yeah um oh, hey, he was using too. yeah do you know do you remember what pedal he was using ah, for his wah boss it's like that boss multi-effects pedal oh like, okay that he had yeah so yeah. he was running it through that yeah and and there was an expression pedal on yes, it yes yes so yeah so i, I don't know what the number is on that but it's like it's pretty common they yeah. were like the the, the good one <laughs> he's yeah, using yeah. the good boss multi-pedal <clears throat> and like i think jake uses it kale uses it like uh -huh. all you know all the people that that use like pedals use that same exact boss yeah 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 uh i was gonna say like i was gonna give the advice too if she i mean for her demo you know i think she just mm -hmm. recorded herself playing mm -hmm. uh but if she hasn't considered it i would suggest like don't only think about the wah being on like it has to be on for the entire song and then for the next song i'm not going to use the wah mm. you can even think of it if you have a, a bypass switch or if you can turn it on and off you, you might want to play like some of the song with the wah on yeah. and then turn it off or like yeah. when it's mm -hmm. like oh because like something that i kind of imagine like you might do is like use a wah for like the song let's get it on mm. and then wah, like wah, wah, but I'm not gonna yeah. strum the whole song with that wall. But then, yeah. like maybe yeah. when you get to <clears throat> when you're singing, right, you can turn it off, so it's mm -hmm. like more of that, like yeah. So that's just something to consider too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool beans. Let's move on. Go ahead. Yeah. Next question. Uh, this one is from Taro, and he or they asked, uh, uh, "What are each of your favorite instrumental mute mm -hmm. pieces arrangements of all time?" <laughs> Like, do you have like a day to, <laughs> to like because there's a lot there's just there's so much i'm, <clears throat> I'm gonna list uh maybe top uh, top five top five. ten like <laughs> top five this is it's tough you know what i mean like do we uh do we count covers like europa which is originally a guitar instrumental as an ukulele think, instrumental like what, what's the yeah. rules what are the rules uh, how about just doing mm. top five and it, like you know no restrictions can be a cover can be original anything mm. just do top five or your favorite versions oh like ukulele <laughs> solo yeah songs okay so i guess it can even be like a cover of a mm -hmm. cover of somebody else who originally did it okay um number one body surfing just because it's been <laughs> it's it's just it's so good yeah, <laughs> like it's so over of it? <laughs> oh uh pure heart 2 pure heart 2 <laughs> version if uh if i'm getting um technical then uh don holes live at don holes that specific version of it uh so but you know that's like that's like a live version so, yeah no so, that's why i, I was assuming yeah. that you were going to choose a, a live version oh yeah no no i'm just i'm just going with the track you know like my, with, yeah, the, yeah. with the song my favorite version of that is by iron mango <laughs> <laughs> yeah so body surfing number one like just right off the bat and then everything else is like okay you can put it however you want to <laughs> body surfing yeah. like in no particular yeah. order yeah. after that yeah in no that's... particular order after um uh, I have to put Guava Jam in there. It's you know it's a it's a very classic ukulele song. It's got the you know it's got frills. It's got simplicity. It's got some like high level stretches with the you know with the F chord and stuff. It's pretty awesome. Um, G minor fleas, another one. Uh, I've I've won a bunch of uh, a bunch of ukulele contests with that song, and it's just like it's just so good. Like. <clears throat> Ota or um, Herb Jr. His, is known for like you know very like melodic, very slow, very nice like touch kind of songs and stuff. And then he releases a song like G Minor Fleas, like oh, oh this this brother can can jam. <laughs> you know, I mean we we knew he could jam, but hot dang, like that's some good stuff. Like who's this Brian Tolentino guy? Like you know, as a as a young kid, I'm like I know I am familiar with Herb Jr., but who's this Brian Tolentino? And, and like and just the two of them, like yeah. you know, mixing really well. That's 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 a good one. Which version? I think the uh, I think it's Kaukula. No, what's it's like 
it's like this brownish red brownish cd with with herb's face on the side like looking at an ukulele it's like this kind of i don't know it's not on spotify i was trying to look for it on spotify <laughs> but the oh, me. but the version on spotify of g minor fleas is the newest version that they did with jake added to it jake did great not you know not gonna knock it but kind of <laughs> you looked up g minor please i looked up g minor please and it was like flea treatment on amazon <laughs> so yeah but the the latest version with, with jake is awesome don't get me wrong it's an awesome version but i think my favorite is um is the one uh on herb's cd i don't know if it's a second or third cd but it's like it's red it's got his face on the side like looking at like it's like a you know one of those like uh soap opera kind of like you know <laughs> kind of effects where his face is like kind of blurry and it's got like the the background sunset background or whatever and it's got his ukulele in the front he's like kind of looking at it that's the one that's the cd uh-huh. um let's see um uh, my next one is little wing by um by james hill james hill's little wing on a flying leap that mm-hmm. version Phew so good and it's it's like a duet that he did by himself he did like a regular acoustic ukulele and then he did a uh, an an electric uke and it's just those two so good if you guys haven't heard um james hill's version of little wing it's it's tops it's so good Mm. it just it's so good he was one of the first to cover that right yeah yeah yeah. that's 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 how that's yeah. how i knew but i mean i knew about little wing but i'm like oh i guess you could play it out on you i guess you yeah. could just do that yeah <laughs> like <laughs> so um well that's because i did it on guitar and i'm just like oh snap like because yeah. yeah. no yeah. i don't know like it's i i wasn't as confident with like my arranging skills back then but i knew like through tabs and stuff like how to play the Jimi hendrix version mm-hmm. never never thought to translate it over the ukulele but his version i believe is um uh b flat c minor so it's it's not in the original e minor key mm. it's different <clears throat> but still so good so good maybe um, it's just because his ukulele was tuned differently <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and last but not least crazy g i mean any version anywhere like for me you know the kawi lo version kawi lo is a guy that um that he passed a while back but he's an ukulele teacher here on Kauai, musician slacky artist you know just great person all around really really cool dude when i was starting out the ukulele my friend um kaniho or rando jimenez you might know him from the videos he's a bass player with the tattoos on his face and stuff um he learned from kawi and also my friend stacy suyoka learned from kawi and uh and i learned a little bit i didn't you know formally take lessons with him and stuff but i've jammed with him and learned a few things and his version of uh of crazy g right i think crazy because like so many uke players play crazy g that to omit that from any list of greatest like uh ukulele instrumentals would, would kind of be a, a shame <laughs> you know so it's that so for me those there's definitely tons and tons and tons more but to me if this is kind of a personal list you know like where that's my personal favorite so once again body surfing g minor fleas um guava jam uh little wing and crazy g so two g songs <laughs> but yeah top five instrumentals of all time for me hands down those songs yeah for ukulele yeah, for ukulele for ukulele yeah how about you guys my favorite version of crazy g is hamsini's from a couple uh open mics ago good answer because <laughs> a good answer because uh, she, she just started playing it and i was like yeah. oh she can do that now like, she, she's, she's just leveling up every single time <clears throat> how about you kai uh yeah <laughs> i think i don't know it, it kind of it just holds like a mm. soft spot in my heart like i know it's not uh the most like sorry there's cops outside yeah they're coming <laughs> they're coming uh it's not like necessarily the most technical horror a technical song or whatever mm-hmm. but uh i, I don't know I, I i just love dragon Ooh, like, that's a good one too yeah and it just mm-hmm. it just holds like a, a tender spot spot in my heart i don't mm-hmm. know why uh but then another one too is um did mm-hmm. it 
So did Imua do uh, Stars and Stripes Forever? Yeah. Or? yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's. I always get it confused with Stars and Stripes Forever and the mm. Star Spangled Banner, right? Mm. Uh, but he, like he did it on a instrumental album. Yeah, and I didn't even know who did it. Yeah, and I used to listen to that <laughs> at, like in middle school, like all the time. And I was just like, oh, this is like awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it was only till like it was only later that I found out like, oh, this is Imua. And <laughs> that, yeah, the rest of it what Imua does is yeah. awesome too. So I think that version was when he was like ten years old yeah. or something too. Uh-huh. That's what it had, it had like Mr. Sandman in there oh too, right? Gosh. Like it's like a little medley thing that he did. Yeah. 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 He was awesome. a kid when he did it. Yeah. He, when yeah. he recorded that version. That's he's, crazy. So he's he was already a that he's a prodigy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think when we were in high school, the Fresh Off the Rocks album, like mm-hmm. from Whoopi Pickers, came out. And that's so good. So good. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. He's so good. Um, yeah. Definitely my top five, but I could go on. There's tons of other songs that I love. I mean, you probably noticed Europa was not in that top five, but. There's just uh, other songs I feel that connects with me more ukulele wise than um, than than Europa because, it, but you, if I had a top ten, Europa would be there. Heartbeat would be there. Like heartbeat. Yeah. Poof. Like that song is just. <laughs> and of course, gently weeps. Like that. It's it's a classic, you know, and. I didn't want to do top 10 because I'm just going to go and this Jake song and that Jake song and this but seriously the guy has like a (laughs) like a huge library of great stuff it's it's tough you know but yeah it's It's, my top five I'm going to stick with my top five yeah and kind of like how we were talking earlier right to if we we called Jake a master he'd probably Mm -hmm. be like no I'm not a master this person is a master too yeah and his list I I can imagine Mm -hmm. Uh, he probably have like some Peter Moon songs like yeah. in his top ten or too. Eddie Kamai like you know mm-hmm. all the yeah. like those masters of the masters have like masters that they look up to yeah. so it's just <laughs> it's a it's a slippery slope when you're like oh yeah I'm a master it's like ooh maybe you shouldn't say that <laughs> yeah. or like uh, it's just uh, some people are like mm-hmm. oh uh, you know they come and they're like oh I like uh, I want to hear you guys play this song for the jam or something. I was like, well, I don't know if we should do that. And, you know, this person did it originally. And they're like, who is that person? They're like, you you haven't heard of the original? <laughs> no, I've only heard of this version. So. Yeah, like Guava Jam is originally uh, by Peter Moon. Yeah. But yeah. The, the one that I'm referring to is the uh, Troy Fernandez version on Tropical Hawaiian Day album. It's pretty. <clears throat> and I think it's it's good that Aaron asked like which version to because mm-hmm. it is pretty fun to actually look at different versions right of yeah, the song yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and kind of see like oh they they took this part but they kind of changed this mm-hmm. so yeah 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 you can totally see that with a lot of the Kyle Crater Boy stuff that they covered yeah yeah where like Troy definitely took inspiration a lot from Peter, Peter Moon, Moon. Mm-hmm. but then he added his his own mm-hmm. flair to it and mm-hmm. then that became the standard yeah yeah right? that's like the Kavika like his example, yeah, yeah yeah Kavika <laughs> I mean it sounds like it yeah but it was it? almost note for note but then like things that he added was yeah. like yeah that's that does sound good yeah. that does sound and good when there. you think of it yeah. you think of his version right I, yeah right. Yeah, I started laughing because, you know, I gave like a general example of like, oh, somebody's like, oh, I like that song. And then we said like, oh, but this is the original. And they're like, oh, I've never heard of it. But the real life example of that is that is Craig and Sarah, right? Mm -hmm. Because we were at their house and you guys were jamming. Yeah. And we're just like joking. It's like, oh, yeah, I love, uh, you know, uh, whatever song. And and Sarah's like, (laughs) The Temptations. It's not. Oh, no, it was uh, Rhythm of the Rain. Yeah. Uh, the Falling Rain. Like, and me and Sarah were like, Cascades, right? Uh-huh. Like, I love the Cascades. And yeah, Craig is like, oh, Kyle Crater Boys. Because <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, That's how most people. Uh, right. Yeah. We were playing the Kyle Crater Boys version, but I added a little bit of Cascades at the end. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, then Sarah was like, oh, yeah, see, that's that's what it's supposed to sound like. I'm like, yeah, yeah, the Cascades. <laughs> and it, never <laughs> heard it. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the same thing with me, too, yeah. right? Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I love Kyle Crater your boys and somebody can be like oh so you like like this country song you like this country song is like no i said i like power crater boys I didn't say I like country. it's like well that's that's kind of not right <laughs> yeah i mean you know with uh with with Ernie Cruz Jr. being in the Kyle Creator Boys and knowing that his father Ernie Cruz Sr. is like is a cowboy music legend in mm-hmm. Hawaii it's uh it's 
it's no surprise that it's yeah. going to have like a lot of Paniolo sounding songs in there or influences. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's cool. If you guys haven't heard Ernie Cruz Sr., whew, there's, and I want Kahai to look this up, but it's on YouTube, pretty easy to yeah. find. But yeah. there's a video of Ernie Cruz Sr. and Imua Garza jamming together. Oh, really? In a van. I think I was telling you about that, uh-huh. Aaron. Oh, find that, link that. People watch it yesterday because <laughs> it's it's awesome. And you can tell, like, because Imua's like, he, he's, you know, yeah. he's amazing at the ukulele, but then like he just wants to let the old man kind of shine because he is definitely yeah. shining bright like a diamond in that uh-huh. song. And you're like, how? Oh, how does that voice come out of that man? Yeah. <laughs> it's like so good. Right? It's like the, the Cruz family yeah. don't have enough talent already. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to snipe. Uh, we're going to snipe Umua Garza. <laughs> yeah. And then that family is going to come together. Oh, and then, like, yeah. Super. Yeah, the Garzas and the Cruzes. Yeah. And their their kid, like, I remember um, their kid, uh, Calais showed me like a uh, a, a clip that that he uh, that he took from church, that uh, Imu was Imu was kid, yeah, kid. like playing drums and oh, stuff. Really? I was like, what the what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, like five or something or four at that time. Just uh, like this is insane. It's not fair. <laughs> like that's that's not fair. Yeah. 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 Uh, please uh, adopt us too <laughs> <laughs> but yeah look for that uh, I think I don't know what, this, what the song's called I think the song's called On the Road again or, or something but poof yeah. so good and just any Ernie Cruz Senior songs that you guys can find listen to it it's all if you like um, uh, country music or cowboy music Ernie Cruz Senior doesn't I, get any better than that like Hawaiian cowboy yeah I think, like we were saying earlier, right? Mm-hmm. It's just cool to see genealogy of like mm-hmm. where somebody got their influences influences mm-hmm. from. So if you like Car Creator Boys, and yeah, just it, do yourself a yeah. favor and check him out too. Uh, yeah, okay. if you like Car Creator Boys, check out Ernie Cruz Senior. Also, check out um, the Peter Moon Band yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. like that, because a lot of the Car Creator Boys stuff, especially like uh, especially songs that Troy Fernandez sings in, Peter Moon Band, like just straight up that's that's mm-hmm. uh and country comfort is another one you guys should check out if you guys like um you know Kyle creative boys but yeah you can trace back a lot of that stuff and that's what you know i didn't grow up with country comfort or i didn't grow up with um with the peter moon band but i found those because i was kind of like i say tracing the genealogy yeah. of like what Sunday these, manoa. Yeah. Sunday manoa yeah, yeah. Sunday manoa uh, yeah there's so much so yeah have fun with that yeah yeah okay Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have we have one more question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so this one is from uh, Skip Lunch, e. and uh, they asked, or they said, I was watching the 2020 Yi retreat uh, with Kale and Aldrin. Mm-hmm. Kale briefly talked about Hawaiian triplets versus Tin Pali Alley or Tin Pan Alley triplets. Yeah. Uh, I've watched a video of chemo teaching triplets using pointer finger and thumb. Mm-hmm. Is that the Hawaiian way? What is the tin pan mm-hmm. alley method? Uh, would you kindly discuss triplet technique again? Um, okay, chemo's triplet is is a chemo thing. <laughs> that's like a chemo hussy thing. Which because we're talking about genealogy, like that's like kind of where it, you know where it came from. I I can't. I'm sure there's maybe something past that. You know, like there was somebody that did it that chemo learned from. But that's as far as I've traced it. Um, but I know like Kalei does the uh, chemo hussy, and um, guys like guys that Kalei taught like Rio Saito now uses that same kind of technique and some others that you know that uh, they're influenced from Kalei. So that's kind of where where it came from. So it is I guess technically a Hawaiian thing because chemo is from Hawaii, so that is kind of a Hawaiian way of doing a triplet. But that's just one of the you know Hawaiian ways to yeah. do a triplet. I don't think we were referring to that when uh, during the retreat. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we were talking about Hawaiian versus yeah. Tin Alley. Uh, can you briefly show it or like oh, just don't, don't make me show Tin Pan Alley Strong? Oh no no. Just, <laughs> okay. I was talking about the. I was talking about Kimo's like yeah. Kimo's version of triplets. People, I was just saying that like I've been playing professionally for <laughs> twenty that years. That's I mean, like yeah. <laughs> I, when you're saying that, I was like, oh boy, get ready for this question. <laughs> so okay. Um, Kimo Hussey's uh, strum is kind of like this, where he takes the the thumb and the pointer, and he kind of just does this. Uh, just this playing around kind of kind of thing. That's his that's his style. So if he does like like triplets, uh, 
Ah, oh, I can't even do it. I've, I didn't. I never studied with uh, with Kimo. Yeah. But perhaps we can we can get Kimo himself to explain it to yeah. us. He lives on Kauai now. Maybe Jim, we can yeah. get him to come. Jim mentioned. So you might see Khaled like do you know do that a lot in you know in, in his songs. So you can either kind of hit it both at the same time like this, or it's one way to kind of strum. And I'll do it slow so you guys can kind of see it. This is the thumb hitting down and the pointer finger hitting up. So there's a few advantages of doing this. Uh, you're getting a nice warm tone by using this kind of technique because you're not using the nail. So when we strum like this, the nail hits the string first and it comes out a lot brighter. But if you're strumming this way, you're getting only the flesh. The flesh of the pointer finger is getting that up stroke and the, the flesh of the thumb is getting that down stroke. You can kind of do it at the same time if you want to or, uh, or stagger it so that you can, uh, you can get the top and the bottom. So you can do triplets doing that up, down, up or down, up, down. However you, you know, you want to, uh, do however you want to do it. So it's either you're doing it on a downbeat or an upbeat. So it's gonna, you know, gonna make a difference doing the, the pointer fingers, uh, pointer finger first or the thumb. So the thumb is the down, like triplet another down one, triplet or the, the up, it will be an upbeat with a pointer finger. Uh, so it's like the two difference, right? <laughs> <Let's>... that, <laughs> that's like the Tim Pat Alley. Don't what? ask me to do it again. <laughs> <'Cause it's... laughs> or, uh, yeah, let's, let's let's give you uh, a breather. Can you demonstrate mm -hmm. the Hawaiian triplet or like the one that we kind of you know I think would most oh. people would recognize? Oh, anyways. it'd be like yeah. That's a down, up, down, up, down. So that triplet is right in the beginning. So up, down, up, down, that's a triplet. And then it goes regular with the eighth notes, up, down. If you're doing it like with the, uh, with that Kimo Hussey style. As you notice, one is a lot more warmer, uh, you know, like a warmer tone. So it just depends on your style. It's, that's that's why it's tough to master anything because there's just so many different ways to play an instrument. Like one master to another master, they're playing it completely different ways. Like Byron Yasuo is going to play it different from like from Benny Chong, you know. But then they're both playing it amazingly. <laughs> just it takes a high level to play just one of those two different ways to do it. Yeah. And then you got guys like Kimo, and you got guys like Jake, and then Kalei, and then Taimane. Oof. <laughs> who 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 would you study under if you had like if, if in a perfect world in a perfect yeah. world? Because I mean, like other ukuleles have like Kalei has has yeah. studied under Kimo. Yeah. And then, and other ukulele players have tried to like mm. try to like Rio Saito. He tried to yeah. catch them all, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was just... His infinity gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, basically, right. So, That's like, why Rio would... is so good because he learned from everybody. Yeah, you know, all the gems in his, you know, in his gauntlet. Yeah. So, like, w what would be oh. part of your? Well, I mean, <laughs> like, I I, <laughs> I learned with, with you know from Jake and stuff. Like, I studied yeah. under Jake. Yeah. But I so mean, he'd be an obvious choice. Yeah. For most but people. but I did. So that's yeah. so someone. I didn't study with that I would love to uh, Benny Chong I think hands down it's, and it's like my weakness you know of like yeah. of, of jazz and, and like kind of complicated chords and, and swing and stuff like mm -hmm. that's something that I lack and I've asked him I'm like you know I, I gotta like I gotta just take some time and study under. and he's just like dude whenever you know like yeah. you should hit me up as soon as you yeah. know as soon as you can because I don't know how long you do I'm like hey don't say that you know but uh, we we've talked about getting him uh, on ukulele on the ground, and he's down. We just got to find some time to do it and get it done. But he's he's down to teach a class on UU. Uh, but yeah, I think hands down, I, I would you know I'd love to learn from all of them and stuff. But for me, 
because I've traveled with with Uncle Benny, and I think you know, I think he would make for a good uh, mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now mm-hmm. not saying that the other guys wouldn't or whatever, but I just I now I know Uncle Benny, and I know mm-hmm. him, you know, uh, as as a friend and and as you know, somewhat of a mentor. I would love to study under him and just just kind of tell him, just treat me like. Like, I don't know anything because I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know anything about your style or about like jazz ukulele. I kind of know basics, but I would love to just kind of, you know, just absorb as much as I can. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be dream. I think that would be pretty awesome. Can because uh, <laughs> he he was mm-hmm. teaching you what was sat satin satin and, ball. Ball. Yeah, and satin you weren't ball. getting it. I'm at just all. like <laughs> I thought I was good. <laughs> I thought I was I played professionally for two decades. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's it's tough and and like and I can and it's almost like I couldn't hear, but I can kind of hear the difference when he played it. But my fingers were just not doing it, you know. So it's uh, it's tough. But you know, another one that I would love to study under is is James Hill. James Hill is another person that like. Um, that plays a completely different style for me, and and I, I would love to know how that mind works, you know. And people are like, oh, but you can like take his classes. It's like, no, I want to like really pick his brain. I want to just like <laughs> live with him for a month and just we just do ukulele like from waking up, like you know, like like you ever seen that. Um, that, what is that like uh, American Shaolin or whatever <laughs> like the guy like wants to go to Shaolin Temple and learn but he's like you know he's like I'm gonna stay out here for three days and prove uh, myself yeah, I'll yeah. do that and I'll just like live with the Shaolins and yeah, stuff and like and you'd have rice, to go to you know? Canada though and yeah. be freezing out there <laughs> wait outside James' house for three days yeah. he's all <laughs> toasty all inside because he the chopped the earlier that yeah, day exactly. <laughs> grow my beard <laughs> that's yeah but I would love to you know I'd love to study under on the james i've always respected him as a musician as a creative artist i think he's you know he's he's tops definitely like one of my favorite ukulele players in the world yeah, yeah. Uncle benny or james i would love to just pick their brains and just <laughs> you know somehow like use my shotting gun and learn as much as i can right kahai i didn't just nerd yeah. out just a sec <laughs> <laughs> uh can we go back to the question again mm, sure. like it just because uh this is and i kind of told um skip lunch that Mm. is like oh it's kind of hard to explain but Mm. can you kind of can you try to explain what's the difference between that that like you know that hawaiian triplets and the tin pally tin tin pan it's tough without like kind of doing it um it's it's a completely different feel completely different beats um, there's a certain swing to the Tin Pan Alley um, music that is just not there as far as Hawaiian music goes. Hawaiian music has a totally different kind of swing to it. And it's just, this is that. I think feel. I think uh, Tin Pan Alley feel is different from Hawaiian music feel. If you I, like listen to traditional, like it's tough for me to, you know, it, it, I don't want to do it this service because I don't yeah. really play tin pan and i want to just like hey, it looks like this and then someone yeah. who actually plays tin pan like that's not tin pan you know <laughs> so i don't I don't want to <laughs> yeah I, I tried to like try to boil it down mm. and even then it's like i, I told them like yeah. oh, i'll take it with a grain of salt and it's like it, it is really hard to explain mm-hmm. but i think the to make it easy like if you listen to a hawaiian triplet it actually is um uh, you talked about the roll actually starting on the upbeat, yeah, and it's it's kind of the same way too, right? It's and a one and two and a one and yeah. two and a one. It starts on that yeah. up, yeah. So the last strum lands on the beat, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the first strum is like the first part of the trip, yeah. Right? So, like, and yeah, and the one, one. yeah, <laughs> yeah, not one, yeah, not and a one, one. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's something yeah. that like people who mm. grew up with Hawaiian music, like we kind of. You know, mm. I I don't think we we even really think about it. Mm. Like, if you play a, a Hawaiian song, you just kind of go like, oh yeah. yeah. So everybody's jumping in on, yeah. on the and. Yeah. It, and a one and two and a yeah. three and four yeah. and one and two. So and with the tin pan alley strum, yeah. is it the downbeat is the first strum? Yeah. One e and a. So, I think yeah. so. Oh, one and a, one and a two and a three and a four and yeah. a, like yeah. a triplet and the two and yeah, the triplet. triplet yeah. And, so it's just wrapping yeah, yeah. my brain around because i'm so used to, to that pickup note into uh-huh. the uh you know into the downbeats as opposed to like the downbeat starting and that's why it's just like looking left and right for me at the same time yeah i think even 
if you look at Tin Pan Alley too, mm-hmm. it this is why it's it's hard to explain, and it's like just a feel thing because they also can start on the upbeat with a triplet, but the emphasis is on that downbeat, that yeah. landing on that one. Whereas in Hawaiian, it is that and one and two and one and two. So yeah. I think that that's the main thing is like mm-hmm. uh, listening to the try and listen to the two types of music and like really feel the rhythmic differences mm-hmm. it's a different type of like swing yeah. and feel yeah that's the the best way to do it is listen to you know listen to uh, a hawaiian tune with that fast triplet strum and uh listen to um you know any kind of tin pan alley artist i think yeah george formby is like yeah, the formby. one that most people think of when they think of that strumming style so yeah yeah so they run to like I can't even like, <laughs> I, I want to do it but I just I don't want to make a fool of myself yeah. <laughs> I, I pointed uh, I pointed um, skip lunch to like a previous one yeah. too and even I, I told them like it's we're so ingrained in like that Hawaiian like mm-hmm. vamp mm-hmm. triplet strum that if we try to do the the tin pan yeah. alley triplet eventually like we start playing and it's just like oh we're it's back wrong. to playing vamps again yeah, yeah. So, yeah and you know like i've for the life of me i've had many people try to like teach me that tin pan alley yeah like, but, triples, but that's part of it is that you don't listen to a lot of tin that's pan true alley, that's so, true i don't yeah I don't. i'm sure yeah. if you just listen to tin pan alley for a month straight yeah I then you it. would get yeah. the kind yeah. of the vibe just, of it just not my just not my vibe yeah, <laughs> yeah not my vibe you know yeah. like just death metal is not my vibe either like i'm just not <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah my wife loves death metal i i, I don't it's just <laughs> I, I, let's listen to 70s folk music instead yeah. like oh no Some Jim Croce. <laughs> <laughs> exactly but like you know guys like uh like ukulele off has like kind of you know tried to show me and uh, ukulele zaza is trying to mm-hmm. show me how to do it you know um it's a, a lot of people have tried. They, they, <laughs> still those, can't. those two guys do it yeah. well. Yes. So like yeah. go and like seek them out. Yeah, yeah. masters. And then like, and, and it's kind of tough because you know at, at some point I'm like, okay, you're gonna have to show that to me. Like, and and I'm you know I'm supposed to be like this like professional guy or whatever like from Hawaii and they're like you're like top billing like how come you're asking us for stuff I'm like I just please can I just learn <laughs> you know like cause and it's it's weird for them to kind of like okay I'm gonna show a dream like this thing where like you know I, I don't know it, it's it's uh, it's it's kind of weird and I just if if I don't get it because it seems like I have to like get it the first time they show it to me uh-huh. like, oh yeah it's kind of like that where I'm like can you please show it to me again yeah, yeah. like I was one, in the one more time <laughs> I was in the Czech Republic and I think I bothered Zaza like every day like can you show me that strum <laughs> again and I'm sorry Zaza don't remember a thing of it <laughs> you know like I think I managed to kind of get it like that you know at the end of that trip <laughs> but it's it's gone out of my brain now <laughs> yeah. I it's just like you know and people I think people have that misconception mm-hmm. it's like if you know somebody says oh I'm a, a engineer and they're like a civil engineer and then mm-hmm. you go like oh so you can fix my car right it's like <laughs> no that's not my specialty like I'm not really that good at that kind of stuff so, so you're you, a cook so why don't you farm me something <laughs> yeah you can be under that that umbrella right yeah. of like oh you're a good ukulele player but there's so much genres and so many other uh mm-hmm. you know avenues of like playing that it really is hard to be mm-hmm. a master at you know all of them so yeah so there's that term again master it's it's tough like there's so many different directions in music it's tough to label yourself as a master of the instrument because you mean master of like maybe a style you know like i think that's that's something that but even that is yeah like, mm, i don't know I, i'm sure if you ask people who you yeah. thought like were masters right like you go to mm-hmm. benny and you're like oh you're you're a master of jazz ukulele right he'll yeah. be like oh whoa, whoa, hold on i i didn't say that so, yeah so yeah but yeah and it goes with you know with experience as well he was playing with the uh, with, like the don hole band as their guitar player mm-hmm. um for for decades you know and and he's just like, okay, cool. I know all these jazz lines and stuff, so I'll just do that on the ukulele. It's like, oh man, you're like, like so good, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. I'm not gonna okay. say the M word, but yeah. you are the M word, right? <laughs> you're the M word, like yeah. to me. Yeah, it's, you're jazz master Benny, <laughs> jazz, jazz master Benny. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, any last minute questions before we go? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I've got a question. What are those? No, I don't know. <laughs> what's, what's this thing? This beautiful thing right here. I want to talk about this. Uh, we talked about this in the past couple, you know, podcasts that we've had. We are giving this beautiful concert, K1 concert deluxe um, from Kanilea Ukuleles. Thank you so much, Kanilea, for, uh, for this beautiful concert for us to uh, to give away to a lucky Ukulele Underground Plus subscriber. If you're subscribed to Ukulele Underground and you're an active subscriber by September 30th, you will be automatically entered for a chance to win this beautiful K1 Concert Deluxe from Kanileo Ukulele. Thank you so much, Kanileo Ukulele, for providing us with a beautiful uke to give away. But we care about you guys. We love that you guys have, you know, have been signed up for Ukulele Underground Plus because that's how you support the, you know, the boys basically like we we do this for a living. Um, you know, we we do these podcasts, we do these lessons. And, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff, we just put it out for free and whatnot. But if you want to support us, if you like the content that you're, you know, that you're watching, that you're listening, that you're learning from, the, the best way to support us is through, uh, through UU+. Plus. So please sign up for Ukulele Underground Plus. Um, and it's not just like, a, you know, like you donate or whatever. Like, no, you're getting tons of stuff. You can get private lessons from yours truly. You can have access to master classes, to... Um, to things like improvement systems where you can you know, improve in 30 days or or, uh, or mastering your fretboard that word um and then tons of you know tons of extra content that you wouldn't get from uh, just from normal ukulele underground so make sure you check out ukulele underground plus and sign up now and if you're an active member by september 30th you will be entered for a chance to win this beautiful k1 concert deluxe yeah, yeah. a lot of people ask you know like Hey, like I like this show, especially like on the Low Friday Live jams and stuff. Like, how could it support the show? UU Plus. We don't do the whole tip jar thing. We're like, just give us money. And we're like, no, <laughs> let's give you something in, in return for your hard-earned money, right, Kahai? Yeah, uh, I mean, we appreciate like you wanting to support oh, us, yeah, but definitely, yeah, we we you know we want you to have something back. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. whether we can do something, mm -hmm. and I think by joining UU Plus, you know, if you like uh, the podcast and the jam. That's also kind of how you can be Keep a part of the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you know, that's we get most of our questions from U Plus, Plus members and mm -hmm. we do student reviews and everything. So, yeah, we it it more than I don't know, more than just like jumping in and learning something. You can also become like a uh, part of the community. Too. Crazy glare on there. There you go. <laughs> there. Now. <clears throat> like we said, we love all our subscribers. You guys are basically keeping, you know, keeping this thing going, keeping the lights on here at Ukulele Underground. So we appreciate you, and that's why, bam, we feel like you know you're jamming, you're learning songs through Ukulele Underground. Jam those songs with this beautiful ukulele. Why don't you, you know? <laughs> so uh, yeah, tell your friends, increase your chances. Maybe they're like, okay, you're gonna sign up. And then if you win, then we can split the thing. You can have it on Mondays through Wednesdays, <laughs> out of Thursday through yeah. Sunday or whatever. If but, you, <laughs> yeah, if you sign up for a monthly account now, mm -hmm. uh, because it has a two-week trial, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, the two weeks will last till September 30th. Mm -hmm. And then that's like uh, the, you know, the rules of the giveaway is that there's no purchase necessary. Yes. So you can even like last till the 30th and cancel your, you know, subscription. Please, please don't, but you, you <laughs> yeah. can if you want, you know, yeah. we don't. I mean, once you're in there, you're like, man, I can get all this stuff. Like you're like, oh, well, might as well just keep it. Yeah, it's awesome. for like 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't even get a private lesson for $20, <laughs> you know, let alone two private lessons with a professional youth player, not a ukulele master. <laughs> but, you know, I play professionally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, one more thing. Yes. Joko is in the chat and yeah. he's hosting the Seasons oh, of yeah, Ukulele. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seasons of Ukulele is uh, is on the Ukulele Underground forums, not the plus, don't, don't uh, confuse it with the plus forums. It's forum.ukuleleunderground.com. That's yeah. The, yeah. yeah. So forum.ukuleleunderground.com. It's our public forum. That's been around before ukulele on the ground the front page so that's yeah. that forum has been around forever uh, a couple months yeah. Older. <laughs> yeah yeah so you know um 
there's tons and tons and tons of great things in there and one of those great things is the seasons of ukulele and these seasonistas have uh you know have been giving themselves challenges uh, i believe week or every week or every month i think yeah. so yeah every week like, uh they've been giving themselves challenges on what songs to you know to make a video of or to cover and they have like themes every week so they're doing their 500th season of ukulele and uh and this 500th season i believe the um the theme is songs from the underground that means you can cover any song that we've done here on ukulele underground that means uh monthly lessons uu plus solos uh whiteboard requests any song that we've done on a lower mm -hmm. friday live jam there's tons and tons and tons of stuff we've been around for a decade and a half so you have tons of stuff to uh, to, to choose from also uh, songs made easy you can uh, grab yeah. some songs from there as well um yeah and i believe if you just go to the public forum and post it in there uh you get to yeah, be be a part of the awesome seasonistas and the seasons of ukulele but it's, it's great so thank you so much for all of you uh ukulele underground forums uh you know posters what do you call it? what do you call it? you uh, yeah you members you members yeah, yeah. you know uh, members of ukulele underground uh, thank you so much for for keeping ukulele underground alive because that forum is is like it's that the heartbeat of that forum is ever so strong still you know like <laughs> yeah, people are, st are still talking the about forum it doesn't even really work well right now <laughs> we're working on it we're trying to try to yeah. make it smooth like yes. how it was but, but it, it, it has to update some software and it's mm -hmm. kind of a pain but yeah. Well, yeah we're working on it <laughs> yeah so it's because like uh right like people are like oh why 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 can't you just like leave it as it was and mm -hmm. it was good before mm -hmm. it was built on like what 10 year old or like older yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. the software that it was running on is no longer going to be supported <laughs> by our, our server so <laughs> yeah so, so that's why we had to migrate over to a, to a different you know version of uh of the forums yeah. but if you haven't checked it out lately check it out it's pretty cool you know the, mm -hmm. the new themes are pretty cool um we apologize to the UU VIP members because some of the the perks um, we're we're working on to for, to, to, to get them back and yeah. restore them. You know, like it's because it's such old technology. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. tough to figure out how to do it with this new version of it. But we're we're, we're trying our best. So we're we're working on it. If you guys are uh, forum users, we're we're working on that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's you know oh. like so much good good memories with the, with the UU forums. Mm -hmm. it's, so good that's like where i met a ton of my friends and just huh so good. <laughs> just like reminiscing with uh with, with the u forums there's there's tons of people that met through there i, I think you know there's like the the luthier's lounge is like super you know super yeah, busy active, all the yeah. time very active a lot of you know uh, a lot of legends in that including guys like pete howlett you know like mm -hmm. um they're pretty regulars on you know on, on that forum so you can get tons and tons and tons of information and there's like years of backlog of information of people just posting <laughs> stuff and not just you know not just ukulele building but just ukulele in general like if you want to take a trip down memory lane of where the ukulele has been and gone to that <laughs> go to the point just peruse the forums it's pretty awesome oh um speaking of builders yeah you can tell yes people. <laughs> that's right we have a date we've set a date yeah. september 30th we are gonna have joe souza so joe souza from kanilea ukulele will be our guest here on the ukulele on the ground podcast so mark your calendar september 30th if you guys have any questions please let us know so that we'll uh you know we'll ask joe souza when he comes down and get your questions answered okay so september 30th joe souza of kanilea ukulele will be here uh if you guys don't know joe souza is the you know is the master luthier over at kanilea ukulele he's he's you know he's built this uke that uke or at least designed and you know, help, you know like uh <laughs> yeah no, i don't know if he's he the founder <clears throat> owner yeah uh head luthier over, nice you know? guy <laughs> all around nice guy but yeah so if you own a kanile ukulele or if you've ever played a kanile ukulele or have had your eyes on one like I, this is the guy to you know to to ask yeah. all the kanile related questions to there 
there's a thread right in the the forum of uh, like at four questions for joe and yeah like, so for... so i posted in the public uu forum in yeah. the, the luthiers lounge specifically asking mm-hmm. for questions about building mm-hmm. that that joe can really yeah sort of sink his teeth into so mm-hmm. they they had they already posted some great questions so it's gonna be a great podcast yeah it's gonna yeah. be good september 30th and like i said i'm just looking forward to talking to my you know to my my friend and my mentor my yeah. mentor yeah. like joel souza and i consider him as a mentor because like prior to meeting joel like, i didn't know about like the building side or like what makes this thing go you mm-hmm. know like or what makes my ukulele make the sound that, that, it, that it makes or what contributes to that sound so joel has been a very 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 important part of uh of me growing up as a musician and as an ukulele player so i'm very 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 stoked to have him on the on the podcast mm-hmm. so yeah look forward to that september 30th right kahai yep right? and that's <laughs> you promise uh, oh, uh, just like with Craig and Sarah, you promise they're gonna be here. He's gonna be here on the thirtieth, right? You promise. Yeah. Just like how we promise to play our songs today. But I wasn't gonna mention it. You, you said that. Yeah, it's it's my fault. I'll t- I'll take you, I'll, I'll take you full said that. We 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 talked yesterday, and I was like, guys, I don't have anything, and I gotta put out this solo. Can we please push back the songs? One Everybody gets one, guy. Everybody gets one a year. <laughs> Every, everybody gets one until next month <laughs> yeah, everybody gets one a month so it's all good yeah yeah it's all good man all right. don't worry about it yeah so yeah look uh, look forward to next week where we present our songs and the week after That's... that we have joe souza on it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a, a fun september here at ukulele underground and september 30th quite appropriately that's the cutoff for the uh you know for the kanile ukulele so it's kind of cool to you know to uh to kind of bookend it with with some joe some Joe on our podcast. I mean, it'll be nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We'll see you folks later. Have a great one. Enjoy. We'll see you folks tomorrow at Aloha Friday Live Jam. Uh, book your private lessons if you're a UU Plus member because I would love to see you. I'd love to see what you're working on. Okay. Aloha. Mm-hmm.